0: From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Marketing Matters on Business Radio.
1: Hello and welcome. You're listening to Marketing Matters here on Business Radio, Sirius XM 132. I'm Barbara Kahn, the Patty and J.H. Baker Professor of Marketing. And I'm hosting live from New York City, and I'm joined by my co-host, Americus Reed, the Whitney M. Young Jr. Professor of Marketing and the Brand Identity Theorist, who is also live, but he's in our SXM Studio in Philadelphia at the Wharton School. I'm thrilled to work to welcome Thomas Rennies. Is that how you say his name, Rennies? Uh, he's a t- Oh, how do you like that? It's <laughs> the chief marketing officer at Chobani, uh, which is well known uh, for Greek yogurt. But uh, you know, that's what I—that's what I really think about Chobani. at. but we're here to have Thomas come and tell us about what he's been doing as the CMO. Welcome, Thomas.
0: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: So, like, you have a really interesting background before you came to Chobani. Like, you, yeah. I, yeah. It, I'm actually surprised <laughs> by your background and that you're where you are. Can you tell us a little bit about your marketing journey and yes. how you got to this place?
0: Cause it's, yeah, I, I mean, don't know you're... if I'm a marketing mutt or I just said I had a very <laughs> yeah. non-linear career. Non-linear, I, nice. Exactly. I kind of, sorry?
1: No, I was going to say exactly. It's very interesting. Very eclectic, yeah.
0: Please tell us about your journey, Thomas. Yeah, I mean the three chapters I always describe to marketing uh, for me was I was a, uh, a kid who wanted to be an actor as uh, well growing up in New York City, and so and you know I need to satisfy that bug that never got satiated. So I love the creative side and storytelling side of marketing. Mm-hmm. Second, I was in public policy for a long time. I was the first of my family to go to college, and so I was really passionate. About education and mm. and, and policy, mm-hmm. um, which I think is sort of the advocate part of being a marketer is advocating right. for the consumer, advocating right. for the community, thinking about how brands connect to purpose. Mm. And then I was a consultant in banking at McKinsey, which is a cool. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> that one came out of nowhere, I Thomas. From my <laughs> you were no, on such a formative, you were, formative years. Yeah, you were on such a you were on such an amazing trajectory, sir. Not that banking, you know, is not as ba- bad or anything like that, but uh, that's oh, a, exactly. that that that's that's an interesting like you know portfolio but please continue Well, you think about that so that's the the left side of the brain structured yes. problem solving yep. data-driven business thinking and strategy right and so you put all that together and that's what a marketer does right mm. it's like advocating for the consumer right. and bringing storytelling with business strategy and growth together and
1: right brain, i've left been brain. in
0: marketing ever since Excellent. and i think it's a great fit that's cool okay
1: so tell when did you get to shabani then
0: Yeah, so I'm about uh, two months in. I'm I'm pretty new, still. So so I'm just tasting all the yogurt. I'm gotten through I think twenty eight (laughs) flavors. Nice, nice, nice. nice. So
1: is yogurt the only thing they make? Are they only making yogurt? I know they're known for. Like I think of them almost inventing Greek yogurt. Mm. Like uh, they really are associated with Greek yogurt, which is a different type of yogurt. But do they um, do other things besides just Greek yogurts?
0: Yes. Yeah, so that's one of my challenges is to let people know that we are more than a Greek yogurt company. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. where we started, where we disrupted the space. We grew the yogurt category to what it is today. Mm-hmm. And had some amazing benefits as well. We've, as a result of bringing a like, real nutritious and delicious Greek yogurt to the market and expanding it, we've lowered sugars for the category over time and really expanded people's palates. But now we're also in oat milk. We're in creamers, and we have a lot more to do. Mm. Very cool. Um, the whole idea being like we come to a category and really bring you know, real, delicious, nutritious ingredients to people at scale mm-hmm. without sacrificing the quality of the product and the price. Interesting. Thomas, well, gets... so I... Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, Barbara. I was
1: going to say, I, I, I really want to go over this notion of this, you invented the category, because – that is my recollection that you would kind of invented the, cat. you're the brand most familiar with it. And I remember there being a time in my life when I didn't know what Greek yogurt was. And then all of a sudden I did. And so I'm just kind of, if you can tell us how that happened, like how did you become known for this expansion in the category and this Greek yogurt? How did that whole thing happen?
0: Yeah. Well, it definitely expansion versus invented. We weren't the first, but we certainly opened people's minds and and palates. And look, so I spent, you know, the thing I didn't say about my career is since since the uh, since those McKinsey days, um, I've been in tech marketing ever since. I ah. was at Google for a decade, and then most oh. recently, the CMO of Uber. And actually, the company feels a whole lot more like a tech company mm. than a CPG company, which will answer your question. Interesting. I mean, it was really founder led. So the story of our founder Hamdi, who was. Grew up in a shepherd family in Turkey, came to the United States, saw this factory that was being sold by Kraft upstate New York and decided to to make a Greek yogurt factory and bring Greek, Greek yogurt to more people in the U.S. Mm. Um, and You know, it was visionary led. It was product innovation driven. Like, how do we make a more nutritious, delicious, better tasting, real ingredient product to people? You saw that the yogurts that were on the market were not great. Uh, and thought we could do much better and we can do it at an affordable price to bring it to more people. Um, it moved fast. Right. It broke conventions in the category. The shape of yeah. the packaging was unique at mm, the time. like mm-hmm. People weren't doing it in that cup. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and the company has kind of grown ever since with that same kind of agile, you know, launch and iterate, innovate, obsess about the product and the package and bring people the best, you know, most wholesome product that we can.
1: So it came from one person's idea that yogurt could be better, and it just because it's not a brand that I think of the founder as well known. Do you tell the founder story? I mean, is yeah, that part of your marketing People to tell do that story? Remember
0: him? So he was on sixty minutes probably yep. about a decade ago. Yep. Um, he's an incredible visionary. He's a incredible innovator. He's also a real humanitarian. excellent. Um Some of the first employees at the company were refugees upstate New York. And so he's really been an advocate for getting other companies to educate and employ refugees. So he's got an incredible story, but we do have to connect that better to the product. I think gotcha. that's one of my jobs as well. Gotcha, Thomas. You uh, you were mentioning that you you I'm going to make sure I heard this correctly, and if I did, I'd like for you to unpack it a little bit for myself, Barbara, and our listeners. And that is the idea that you said it feels like Etchabani. It feels like a tech company. Did you is that correct? Yeah. What did yeah, you mean? What did you like mean much by more that? Like a tech T- tell so, me about unpack that for us a little bit. Yeah, so like we're, we're founder-led. So look, I worked at Google, I worked at Uber, right? Some of the most disruptive tech companies over the last couple of decades and longer, right? Are visionary founder-led. Mm-hmm. Um, it was product innovation obsessed, right? Uh, and how do we get the best product and put it in the most unique disruptive package to kind of bring this to market? And gotcha. that's, it wasn't marketing. That kind of, met, and that's what Google, Uber, right? They weren't marketing machines. They had right. really early product market fit. It disrupted a category, mm-hmm. met a need, and that created sort of, you know, huge momentum. Interesting. But the product, and then the brand became an extension of the of the founder, much like Google in its early days. Um, and so, and then Interesting. innovation came through launch and iterate. I mean, this is a package, good company trying new products, putting them on the shelf, seeing what works, taking the ones off that don't, right, and growing the ones that do. I mean, very different kind of approach to CPG than mm. than you know a, a, a bigger company.
1: Yes. Yeah, so like, how are you So now that's interesting moving from product innovation to more marketing. So if you think about moving to more marketing, you might have different types of campaigns before the first half of the show, we were talking about collaborations, we're talking about influencers talking more about social media mm-hmm. and platforms. So how does a uh, Greek yogurt use social media <laughs> and these platforms and influencers to get their brand out there?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I think we haven't really done a whole lot of, you know, kind of consistent deliberate marketing over the years. Mm. I mean, we're, we're a very design driven culture. And mm. so packaging and design mm-hmm. and telling our story through that has been a, a large focus. We have done quite a bit of social as well. But I think this is a, a, a moment in time to tell the next chapter of the story that we're more than a yogurt company connected to Hamdi and his vision and everything we've just talked about. But then to, to figure out how do we reimagine marketing? How do we bring the best of tech? with the best of CPG together to create something perhaps exactly. a bit more disruptive. And to me, that's about actions, not ads, right? Products and, and the tech company, it's about the experience of the product, right? It's about being personalized, digitally native, um, connecting to the consumer in a direct way. And so this Halloween promotion that we did called um, Halloween Flip, which was about our fun flip product, which is a a mixable product. We brought Halloween to the yogurt aisle, which, you know, most people don't bring Halloween to the yogurt aisle. It's in the candy aisle. Um, (laughs) created a virtual experience for people to trick or treat, you know, through AR and win some incredible prizes and treats from, from Giovanni. So, why can't yogurt be as fun and as relevant at, ha- at Halloween? So how do we start oh, to reimagine kind of what marketing is? Oh, that is? really is, it- is
1: creative to think about. A, uh, yeah, like a Halloween costume for your yogurt. Kind
0: of, <laughs> <laughs> that's innovative. Uh, that's yeah. pretty
1: cool. Yeah, yeah. So that, is that part of the reason why they reached out for your unconventional back. I mean, because I, I think of CPG as building on CPG, but they were really trying to be innovative, innovative. and take somebody with yeah. a very different background to come in. And think about those kinds of strategies around the yogurt.
0: We like to think we're a food maker and a disruptor, not a CPG company. And so how do we challenge those conventions, which is what we've done from day one? And I think that's why they were excited about someone with my background. I don't have a CPG background. So, um, you know, I think there's still a lot to learn and appreciate about that category and kind of the basics and the fundamentals. Uh, but how do we sort of think about doing them differently, more, you know, with more agility, more relevance, more cultural kind of in the moment kind of activations, Um, like what social and content and the things you were probably talking about previously. So you know,
1: just talking about where groceries going. Like I, I. I studied retail a lot and, you know, obviously COVID was a big disruptor and people were Mm -hmm. talking about online marketing, replacing physical stores. But in fact, in grocery, like over 90% of the shopping is still done in physical stores. So I'm wondering, like when you're talking about the customer experience, how you define it, if it's in a physical store versus online versus some of these kinds of things, like some of the packaging innovations, that's very clear in a physical store. Right. Is yogurt purchased online at all, or is it like pretty much always purchased in a physical store? How does it's, all of that work? It's
0: very much a physical purchase, right? It's a perishable product, and so you know it's not one of those things. Now, now it is. Um, it is a major driver of traffic into stores as well, because it is one of those items that you buy on a on a weekly basis, because it's perishable. Um, but at the same time, it's something that you can still engage with the consumer digitally. And so how do we connect these experiences? again, which is exactly what this Halloween promotion and flip activation was about. It was a physical, you know, product driven promotion but with a you know virtual AR experience and so we can connect to people beyond the physical experience in the store we could have a direct connection as a brand with them even though our customers where they're you know obviously buying the product so it's really how do we think about omni-channel? with digital obviously as you know better than i a bigger part of the retail experience and certainly something that enables us to be more personalized more targeted more trackable and that's kind of the tech thing too right that's what tech has always been
1: yeah 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 so that's an interesting challenge to link all of that vid- with the fact that it isn't still a very physical in the store product, but you want to link all this other stuff with it. Well, Thomas, it's terrible. We're running out of time. Thank you so much for joining us. Where can our listeners follow you uh, to hear more about Shabani?
0: Uh, well, you can follow me on, on I guess, X, as we, we shall say, uh, which is <laughs> at Thomas Renise, um, or on Instagram. That's my personal account. But um, uh, but otherwise, follow Jubani, love our products, try more of them. <laughs> and we're oh, hiring we're building a team. And if this excites you, we're oh, looking for great exciting. marketers in one of this category.
1: Great. Thank you all for listening today. We'll be back next week. Till then, this has been Marketing Matters. I'm Barbara Kahn here with America's Read Business Radio, Sirius XM 132.